Hope FM News. Good morning. City of Cape Town officials have placed the total number of injuries sustained in the ongoing fire in the southern peninsula at three. Firefighting efforts continue this morning, with the focus being on ensuring there are no flare-ups. The City of Cape Town's Richard Bosman says one official sustained burn wounds to the hands and face, while another twisted an ankle. A volunteer from working on fire is said to have broken an arm. Bosman says the low injury rate is due to the fact that a number of those who were part of dousing efforts have extended of firefighting experience. He says all the injuries sustained were minor and the victims are recovering well. There have been no major flare-ups during the night in the hotspots of the fires in the South Peninsula. The blazes that have been raging at Takai, Constantia, Musenberg, Nurtuk and Hout Bay since Sunday were brought under control yesterday with improved weather conditions and a large-scale anti-fire operation. A spokesperson for Working on Fire, Shane Christian, says they are, however, taking no chances as the wind is very unpredictable. We had those few hot spots and then a lot of smoldering coming from it as well. The wind has picked up during the night, but nothing major has flared up. And in addition to that, we had that fire at Cape Point. But that was that is all under control. So at, at this stage, yes, uh, we're still playing safe. And um, yeah, we still got all the manpower there. Four young Kemtor pupils who allegedly sexually abused a boy during an initiation at an agriculture school in the Northern Cape will face charges of rape. Their 18-year-old victim was stripped naked, covered with a soapy substance and allegedly sodomized with a broomstick. Legal expert Niels van Veek sheds more light on the case. This type of situation was changed in terms of the Sexual Offences Act 32 of 2008 that now provides that uh, any type of uh, penetration, apart from uh, penetrating in the normal way when we talk about sexual intercourse, can now classify as rape. So yes, in terms of that act, the alleged facts that happened here, as I saw them in the press, relates to, or will, if proven, boil down to rape. And finally, Australia's foreign minister has offered a prisoner swap in a last-ditch attempt to save two Australian men on death row in Indonesia. Julie Bishop says she's waiting to hear back about the offer to repatriate three Indonesian convicts. Andrew Chan, Miran Sukumaran were moved on Wednesday to a prison island where they're due to be executed. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Tony Abbott has requested another call to negotiate with Indonesian President Joko Widodo. John Donison reports. Julie Bishop says she proposed the prisoner swap in a phone call with the Indonesian foreign minister on Wednesday night. She offered to allow three Indonesians serving long sentences for drug trafficking in Australian jails to be repatriated back home in exchange for Chan and Sukumaran. It's believed Indonesia did not accept the deal. Sukumaran and Chan, the Australian ringleaders of the so-called Bali Nine group, were sentenced to death in 2006 after being caught trying to smuggle eight and a half kilos of heroin from Indonesia back to Australia. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sibs Matiela. Get connected. Good. Good. Hope FM. Co. Za.